Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best of 123 John. This is season 26, episode number three. I'm going to kind of throw together 1st John, 2nd John, and 3rd John all together in a bit of review over the next couple of days. So 1st, 2nd, 3rd John are a book or is a book about really loving God and consequently then really loving his people. So the relationship with God is going to be demonstrated in real life with boots on with people. So let me go to 1 John chapter 1, verses 7. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So it is also a book about the reality of behaviors towards our sins. And that's demonstrate that eventually is demonstrated by Christian behaviors and beliefs and worldviews and even fellowship with his his people. So if Missouri is the show me state, then this is the show me book. And God has to be in the forgiveness business. Well, why is that? Well, that's because we're in the sin business. And to say otherwise makes God a liar. So we confess, we confess our sins. Why is that? To get help. So if you've ever met an alcoholic who says, quote, I'm an alcoholic, unquote, you know that you found someone who is serious about their Uh, problem, their difficulty. And similarly, in the church, confession before God and perhaps even confession before man unlocks, you know, finds a a people who are in in agreement that we need a remedy, we need help, we need uh, we need somebody to help us. So 1 John tells us the truth about God, and it tells us the truth about sin. Now, why is that? Well, not just to be woe is me, but to unlock the advocate. This is from 2.1. My little children, I'm writing these things to you so that you may not sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. So we have an advocate, a helper, and we give witness to him helping us, and we give evidence of his help with us. Now, who do we give evidence that we've kind of done business with sin with? Well, first of all, uh, the the first person we give evidence to is ourselves. The second person is the church, and then then eventually, if you do do that good enough, then you you go out into the world. Now, First John is a love story. Don't ever forget that. It's God's love story to to us. He gives us a miracle, and we then are supposed to act like it. How? Act like it by loving the brotherhood. Uh, so we kind of get this miracle, so we give a miracle. And we enjoy God's forgiveness and His and access to him, and it's strengthening by him. Why is that? So that we can be a blessing. So we get this treasure so that we can give a treasure. In 2.15, it says, do do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, 
the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, and the pride of the life is not from the Father, but is from the world. So I thought when uh, when I was looking at that, I thought that was passage was going to major on sin, and certainly the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life certainly categorizes all the big sins. But what I was surprised with is by the love of God. And I was sitting with the thought of valuing the love of God in the context of the bright and shiny bits of sin. And when you put the love of God and having the, and valuing the love of God, the shiny bits of sin become less shiny. So I love that First John is so real. And how real is it? Well, it talks very frankly about opposition to this whole wonderful river of love that God's talking about. And he labels them as antichrists. So it's kind of a theme of the book and and certain persons are identified that are, you know, swimming up, upstream from this. First John 2, 19 says, they went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us, but they went out that it might become plain that they are not of us. So one of the other big themes, other than opposition, is that continuance is the test of reality for, for those that now oppose God, but also even for us. So during Christ's time, signs and wonders were used to authenticate his message. But now, now that we have the message today, the message is used to authenticate signs. So don't be confused about people that may oppose him. Okay, so First John is a love story for sure. It's all it's a relationship story. It's a forgiveness story, and then it's also a warning story. So there's going to be opposition. There'll be some haters and doubters and oppressors. And but the contrast is we are to love and we are to have confidence and not shrink at His appearing or our if we die our appearing before Him. So we are to abide with Him now, so that He can be abiding with us on that day. And we're supposed to abide with him, stick with him now, abide with him, make our home with him so that we can make our home with him uh, on that day. One of the things I love about First uh, John is he, he talks, he's an older man, but he talks to these the people as children. And I was considering what, what makes children, what's the defining characteristic of children? And he says that we been have to be adopted into his family. Um, and so what is it that makes us adoptable? Well, it's needfulness. So suffering, uh, or, I'm sorry, sufficiency, people that are sufficient don't need to be adopted. We ooze needfulness. We ooze smallness and childlikeness. So what kind of love does, the, does God demonstrate? It's an adoptive love. It's a family love. It's a need-answering love. Next, tomorrow, we'll talk about practicing sin and and uh, making ongoing decisions for sins, keeping on sinning and the horror of it. Stick around. See you then.